You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Looking Case Podcast with me, the Rev Kev, and as always, my co-host, Cool Kyle. Yeah. We are uh, dealing with some behind-the-scenes technical issues with the audio this morning, or this afternoon by the time we're doing this episode, so... Um, yeah. First things first, uh, special shout-outs to a couple people. First off, my mom. Congrats to you and Mark on getting married. Congratulations. That's fun. And we didn't wish them Happy Father's Day. So all the fathers out there, we're a week behind, but Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Happy Father's Day. We're going to uh, we're gonna do a little, little draft today. Now, I know we've done drafts in the past, and we've actually done this type of draft before. We're going to uh, – I have hockey cards before me. We're going to do an IRL draft. You'll get five packs. I'll get five packs at random. Whatever you get, you got to make your team of that. So you better hope for the best. I mean, obviously, there'll be a gentleman's agreement. If you've got four goaltenders and I have none, just ship me two goaltenders. And if I have to give you players, we'll trade. Yeah. And this is going to go back towards the NHL 23. We're going to put them in the system. We're going to put them into the game. Yep. And we're Which we never have... informed people who won the last one. Me. Of course. It was you. Uh, we Did we split the two games? Uh, I think we split the game. We the... split the regular season games, and then I ended up winning the hollow Stanley Cup. Yes. Yeah. So technically, your team won. So I'll, I gotta give you props on that. Congratulations! Yeah, it was just, it, uh, but a hollow Stanley Cup is still a Stanley Cup. Just the luck of the luck of the draw. Yeah. Um. But actually, we'll do this before we get into that. Let's let's just briefly talk about Vegas and Denver. Yeah. yeah congratulations both to the Vegas Golden Knights for winning their first Stanley Cup and the Denver Nuggets for winning their first NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Both teams beat eight seed teams from South Florida, and both teams dominated both of their series. Wow. So Yeah, I mean, you know what? Florida tried to put up a fight, and they did all the way through the series. But I, I think eventually was what, what hampered Florida was you just took out too many giants. I mean, Boston, Toronto, and Carolina, that's an impressive run, obviously. But you got to Vegas, and Vegas was just a team that was on a mission, and they weren't going to be stopped. And mm. um, Vegas learned from Boston's mistakes, obviously, where if you have a chance to close a team out, especially when it's a chance to win the Cup, you got to do it. Yeah. So, congrats to them. Congrats to Bruce Cassidy. Phil Kessel gets another Stanley Cup. That's three now. Wow. Yep. Mark Stone, Alex Petriangelo, uh, Marcheseau, Carlson, the whole gang. Going to be celebrating a championship in Vegas. What's the matter, my guy? What's wrong? I'm just hearing a bunch of banging. It's probably your mom downstairs vacuuming and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it probably is. Either that or, you know, elves are downstairs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, And... Obviously, I don't have too much to say on the NBA side. Congrats to, you know, maybe as people I've, I've been hearing say the best duo right now in the NBA, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic winning an NBA championship. Congratulations. It's good. There's, there, I'm glad the league finally has some uh, parity where it's not the same four teams that are winning every year. So that's that good. True. So look to the future now for both sports, and we'll see how things go next year for I, I don't really know how the Celtics are going to do next year. But. Though it is kind of sad, though, because 
the the trend has been broken. But still, the team that wins the President's Trophy made it to the Stanley Cup final. So that's in there again. They that didn't is a- win. But so they'll say it'll be what? Two out of the last three teams now. And four out of the last seven have won the cup. So yeah. if nothing else, if the trend continues next year, Boston should at least make it to the Stanley Cup finals. Whether or not they're going to break my heart and go one in four <laughs> in, in my lifetime. hoping and praying, right? Yeah, we'll see. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of work that team needs to do, but we'll get to that afterwards. But let's let's jump yeah. into this draft. So again, congrats to the Nuggets. Congrats to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I know um, a listener of ours, and uh, she's been on the podcast a couple times, Steph. She's really excited that the Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> she was elated, overjoyed, couldn't could contain her her joy. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, yeah, so. Wicked pisser. To both of you. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, so let's get this draft on the road. Um, I'm just going to pick the first pack because I won last time. All right, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go with this one right here. All right, I think I'll go with this one here. I'm going to go with this one. I think I'll go with this one. I'll take this one. I'll go with that one. I'll take the top one. I'll go with that one. And I'll take this one. All right, and there's one extra. Or, all right, get the last five one. Five and five. All right, so let's go back and forth, and let's see. I'm also going to have a pile of forwards, defensemen, and goaltender. You know what? To make this interesting, too, if it has any information on the back about the player that's interesting, throw it out there, too. Why I'm not? I'm sure it has something. All right, not looking. Not looking. Still not looking. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, the ASMR. Oh, AMSMR. <laughs> John Tavares is my first card. Okay. Um, The quick little fact from here. These are, by the way... uh. 2022-2023 Upper Deck Series 2 hockey cards. Okay. Uh, it says, Tavares recorded his 500th career assist on April 14th of 2022 when he dished out three helpers in the Leafs 7-3 home victory over the Washington Capitals. Oh, very nice. Um, maybe we won't do them for all of them. Yeah, maybe just some of the bigger players. Yeah. Adrian Kempe. That's another good one. Okay. Stanley Cup champion Alec Martinez. Ooh, a lunchbox legend. Oh. Jordan Cairo. Oh, by the way, when we get dual people, they both count, correct? Dual people as in... Like if there's two people on one card, you get both people, right? If that's the rule we're going to go with, then yes, we'll uh, go with that. Okay, because I just got Nathan McKinnon and Leon Dreisaitl. Oh, Jesus. All right. Oh, yes! Wow. Patrice Bergeron! Oh, my God. <laughs> Jaden Schwartz and Valerian Shushkin. What a, what a start. That's a, what a start. That's a very good start, my boy. I mean, wow. Congratulations on that. Oh, I, I couldn't be happier about the Patrice Bergeron poll. Could not be happier. Oh, yeah. And you got some good players there. Let's see if I can match you. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So, first person. Okay, got that. I got it. Uh, I got Sam Carrick. Okay. Uh, I got Rasmus Asp. Blend. Asplund. Yeah. As- Asplund. Let me see something here. Hold on. Does it say their positions on the back? Yeah. Okay. So two centers. Two centers. I got uh, Josh Morrissey as a defenseman. Josh Morrissey. Had a good year this year. Ryan Pulak. So he got hurt. Another defenseman. defenseman. Oh, shit. Young Guns. Brandon Baddock. Oh, well, that's going to uh-huh. be like a 75 overall <laughs> player for <Great>. you. <laughs> Rope Hints. Rope Hints. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. I got Ross Colton. Oh, boy. You're just going to get a bunch of gritty guys. So what happens if we both get 
a player because I got Nathan McKinnon. Uh, I'll say this. If you need extra players, I'll just take dry saddle and you can have McKinnon. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll see what we get. Yeah. I'm just worried that neither one of us is going to get a goaltender. I know. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that. All right. So in pack numero dos, I start off with Travis Hamanick defenseman for the Ottawa Senators. Now, they might not be playing on these teams anymore, but as of the time these cards were produced. Yeah. Mo Cider from the Red Wings. You have any apple cider in there? No. Oh. Arthur Kailev, defenseman Noah Dobson, Anders Lee, Kapro Kaprizov. Kaprizov oh. took his game to another level in his second NHL season. The winger led the Wild in goals, assists, and points in 2021-22, while his 108 points were good for fifth overall in the league. Wow. I have potentially Alec uh, Martinez's defense partner, Alex Petrangelo. Oh. Oh, buddy. And uh, Thomas Hurdle. Okay. Tomas Hurdle. Getting some good cards here. I need to, my, my game needs to step it up now. I need yeah. to get some good cards in here. Indeed. Why don't you give the camera, oh, it's the camera. Why don't you give the microphone a little? You didn't do the ASMR. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's satisfying. All right. First pull. Um, Alexander Carrier. Okay. It's a defenseman. Okay. okay. Brandon Montour. Defenseman. He's defenseman. He's he, the one that scored the game tying goal in game seven to make us go to overtime with Florida. That, yeah, that is true. That's fun. Uh, Miko Rantanen. Ooh. All right. That's not bad. Ooh, okay. Young Guns, Corey. Let me see. Oh, Jesus. Let me see. Shoot him in. <laughs> Shoot him in. Shoot him in. All right. That's well, that's going to go be with. like another 60-something overall. Jesse Poyarvi. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're hurting. JVR, James Van Reems. Oh, a little JVR right. action. Okay. Horrible. Okay, JVR. Andy Duclair. Anthony Duclair. Oh, God, Jesus. Okay. Rasmus Dahlin as a defenseman. All right. Okay. So I'm. I will say I'm a little worried because we're gonna get loaded on forwards and defensemen enough. I don't. I don't even care if it's a subpar goalie. Because what do you do if we don't have a goalie? Do you just have to take like a crap? I think if neither one of us gets any goalie cards, which I think there should be at least a goalie card in there. <laughs> you got a goalie? No. Oh, who'd you get? Patrick Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have McKinnon. If I don't get anybody else, you got to give me McKinnon. Jacob Slavin. Tyson Berry, Kevin Shattenkirk, uh, Timo Meyer with a World Junior card, uh, Philip Tomasino, Simeon Varlamov. There's my goaltender. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'll read the back of the Matthew Dumba card. You haven't even read any cards back there. That's true. Dumba enters the 22-23 season tied with Brent Burns for the second most power play goals by a defenseman in Minnesota Wild franchise history with 26. You know, I have no idea who this young gun is, the Corey Shuteman. Let's see what his says. Shuderman made his NHL debut on December 28th, 2021 and dished out an assist in the second period of the Montreal Canadiens battle against the host Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. All right. Well, that's exciting. And now I get to open my other pack. I'm just glad I got a goalie because if I didn't have a goalie, I'd have been screwed. I am uh, extremely concerned. (laughs) You should be. A little crackle for you. All right. I got Matt Waugh as a defenseman. Okay. I got Mikel Backlund. Okay. I got Scott Lawton. Okay. Who the fuck? 
Andre Kuzmenko. Kuzmenko. Oh, he's good. He's good. He's good in the game. You'll appreciate that. Okay. A very, a very uh, colorful Dazzlers card. All right, we finally got somebody decent. Taylor Hall. Okay. All right. Jared Spurgeon. The defenseman. Don't have that goalie yet, though. Uh, you know, Patrick Line. Ooh, okay. All okay. right. All right. And then Blake Coleman. Blake. Don't I already have Blake Coleman? No. All right. Really quickly, let me read Taylor Hall's. Let me see what his says. Hall recorded his seventh career 20-goal campaign and reached the 60-point plateau of the fourth time in the NHL during the 2021-2022 with Boston. His 41 helpers ranked third on the team. Card number one, Logan Couture. Oh, all right. Philip Zadina, William Carlson, Nicholas Abruzzi, I believe, from the um, the Leafs, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Rasmussen from the Red Wings, Jack Hughes, <laughs> uh. Elias Lindholm, and forward Eric Robinson from the Blue Jackets. All right. We should really slow our pace down. We're only 13 minutes into this episode. We've only got three card packs open. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can talk a little bit about some other stuff. You know. So what did you say we were going to do if you don't have a goaltender? Uh, basically, just uh, let could, it randomize it. Well, I was going to say, there's probably goaltender, like free agent goaltenders. You can just take the best two free agent goaltenders. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> All right, got forward Tyler Sagan. Oh, okay. Sagan recorded his eighth NHL campaign, scoring 20 or more goals in 2021-2022. He netted his 300th career marker on March 22nd, helping the Stars to earn a 5-3 home win over the Oilers. All right, let's see what we got. Tivu Teravainen. Okay. All right, that's cool. Um, It's going to do you great when you have no goaltender. I know. I'm still, oh, well. 2021-2022, Teravainen ranked second on the Hurricanes with 43 assists, one behind Sebastian Ajo. He dished out his 250th career helper in a 4-2 home win over the Jets on April 21st. Uh, we got Rem Pitlick. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Wyatt Johnson. Oh, he's great. He's a good young gun. That's a good one to have. I got Quinton Byfield. Okay, another All good right. young gun to get. Vince Dunn. Oh, um, that's a defenseman. Braden Shen. Oh, boy. Tom Wilson. <laughs> All it comes down to the last pack for you. All right. You got Dyson Mayo, mm-hmm. who is a defenseman. <laughs> got another goaltender. I got Artemi Panarin. <laughs> Artem- we got Ivan Provorov. Connor Sheary. Uh, actually, he goes in this pile. And by the way, folks, these cards were chose at random. These packs. It's Ethan, not like he Ethan Prow planned this out. He <laughs> just got all the good players. Danton Heinen. Uh huh. Let's read about Jonathan Quick. Why don't we? <laughs> well, Quick isn't that great in the game. He's like an eighty. But I got two goaltenders. You did. I got two goalies. And, yeah. Quick made thirty-one saves to lead the host Kings to make a to a four-nothing victory over the Oilers in Game Four of the first-round series. On May 8th of 2022, the performance included multiple saves without his glove. Also, we can trade cards if you want to. So if you do, if you get like an... And my last card, Connor Garland. Oh, okay. Pretty. I'm pretty happy with what I have. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty happy. I I just hope for your sake. I mean, if you want me to give you one of my goaltenders, I'll gladly take Nathan McKinnon. 
No. <laughs> I got to at least keep McKinnon. I mean, so I got some decent. Wait, can I see them? Can I go? Like, I just want us to go through them quickly. I just want to see right. if you get a goalie. I won't even make a face. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. All right. There's there's at least one card in there that you'll be very excited about. Jacob Chichurin. I got Alexander. That's pronounced Chikrin. Chikrin. Oh, okay. Alexander Bar- Barbanov. Barbanov. All right. Well, Yakov Trenin. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Peyton Christ. Krebs. Peyton Krebs. Krebs. Oh, my God. Vladislav Kolachenkov. Probably. <laughs> Josh Anderson. Okay. Okay. Seth Jones. Okay. And who's last? Sidney Crosby. All right. I have no... That means I have to take a fucking uh, <laughs> random-ass goaltender in free agency. <laughs> and you have fucking... Vile I will trade quick. you for Sidney Crosby. No, I'm not going to trade Crosby. <laughs> if there's anybody else you want besides him and McKinnon, I will give them to you. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I mean, let me wheel and deal here with you. Yeah. Because I'll take a backup. Because I mean, I have Varlamov, so I'll take a backup if you want. If you need to have quick, that's fine. I mean, I guess compared to. Well, I think the best overall, if I can remember, is. 82. It's probably like 80 or 82, which is about what quick is anyway. Yeah, so I might, depending on the player, I mean, I'll give you somebody on the lower end of the spectrum if you're, you know, because I don't mind quick. What? No, I'm not going to take Taylor Hall from no, you. That's, yeah, that's yeah. rude. I would not trade Taylor I'm Hall I'm not going to take Hall or Sagan from you. Honestly, I'm assuming there's any of your cards that I really, really want. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty happy with what I have. <laughs> All right, I'll take a free agency goalie then. That's fine. <laughs> There's going to be a few left, you know, that that maybe I don't know if they can hold their own against Varlamov. Well, here's but what we'll do. We have a rookie pack. There's a rookie goalie in here. I can choose to take them. It's all yours. All right. I don't know who you know is going to be in here. It's a whole rookie pack? Like they're all rookies? Yeah. I don't think there's gonna anybody I want. Ooh. Uh, okay. There's not, but all three players are very good players. Okay. So you got Shane Wright. Okay. Dylan Gunther. And I think it's pronounced Yari Slavikovsky. Oh, okay. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I won't take him. Not uh, (laughs) a... I did not not have a cream of the crop. No. I mean, I have some good forwards. I mean... Obviously, Sidney Crosby and McKinnon. All right. So, um, at first look, so Garland's going to make the lineup. Uh, Sherry's an out, maybe. Yes. And Aaron will make the lineup. Robinson's probably out. Lindholm, Hughes, Jason, no. Carlson will probably make it. Wilson's going to make it. Yeah. He's going to make it. Meyer's going to make it. Tomasino might. Kane Pretty will make it. Hurdle will make it. Kersiri's off. Anders Lee, Kyle F. Might, might make it. Quentin Byfield. Shushkin will make it. I'm actually name maybe not. Jaden Schwartz probably make it. Bergeron's gonna make it. I have Drysidel. I have Jordan Cairo. Kempe may make it, and I got to. Oh my good lord! Taylor Hall's gonna make it. Oh my lord! 
Patrick Lyonnais is going to make three, it. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Well, what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to put all the players in and the players that I don't need, I'm just going to take out because there's no point in, in trying to... Uh... All right. Miko Rantanen. That was exciting. Riveting stuff, folks. Kinnan's definitely going to make it. At this point, you might not well even bother because you're going to have way too many players to go through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I kind of feel like these. There's going to be certain ones, like obviously McKinnon and Crosby. Well, McKinnon, Crosby, Hall, Sagan, Rantanen should all automatically make it. Tara Vinen will make it. Yeah, Braden Chen should make it. Line A, but we'll put uh, them all. We'll put them all in, and then we'll just figure out who the twelve best forwards and the six best defensemen and. In your case, there. the two best goalies. Oh, Lord God, I'm not looking forward to that. But as we know, goaltending isn't everything in the game. No, it is it, definitely not. It needs to be. You have, I will say this, the lack of goaltending may hurt you, but when it comes to like offense and defense, you have a pretty strong group, it looks like. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, yeah I mean, it should so, be pretty decent. So, those so. Are all forwards, and these are all forwards? I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So put your stack on that side. And I'll even be nice, and if you need to use any one of these three rookies, I don't think you'll need to. But. Probably not. Okay. All right. Well, that was um, fun, 20 minutes that we wasted. Um, we haven't talked about wrestling in a while, so while we're on the sports show, maybe we should talk about wrestling. Yeah. And you can look up some stuff from AEW. I know. I'll be honest. I haven't really sat and watched like Raw or SmackDown in a while, and we claim to be a wrestling channel, and that's on me. I just... I don't know. I'm just kind of like, eh. Like, I know what's going on. Like, I know the there's going to be a bloodline civil war between uh, the Usos and Ro- Roman and uh, Solo. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to be at Money in the Bank, and that should be fun. The whole pay-per-view for Money in the Bank looks like it's going to be pretty goddamn good. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, that's true. But as I told you, I didn't even know that Maxine was gone from Maximum Male Models, and she's part of... Uh, the Alpha Academy now. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Otis did not catch on as much as people thought it was going to. Yeah, that is true. But, I mean, you knew it was going to be something where they needed uh, to join everybody together. By the way, that outfit that she has, did you know that she created that herself? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I guess before she was in, when she was in gorilla position or whatever, waiting to go out, Ronda Rousey made a comment about, it's about time somebody made a sing that looks sexy. <laughs> Nice. So, well, I mean, she's she is pretty attractive, Maxie Dupree. So that's I'm not surprised by that. Certainly is, yeah. So, so this was um so last night. So what? So what's Collision? Collision's their new one of their new weekly shows. Yeah, it's supposed to be on the weekend, I think. Um, so I'll just kind of read. This is the Bleacher Report. So they have three shows now. Yeah. So they're gonna have. Um, they're gonna have Dynamite, Dynamite on Wednesdays, right? Is it yep. Tuesdays or Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Then they Rampage. have Rampage on Fridays, and now they're gonna have Collision on Saturday. Yes. Oh, for God's sake! So um, this is the Bleacher Reports coverage of the um, event. It was in um, Chicago at the United Center, home of the Blackhawks and the Bulls. That is correct. The Madhouse on Madison, also home of one Chicago made punk. CM. That's what CM. that stands for. Chicago made punk. That's true. That is true. Or can't miss. Um, that is true as well. Um, so let's see. Um, Luchasaurus, new TNT champion, as he defeated Wardlow. I did see that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the winner of that match, yeah, like you said, is Luchasaurus. Um, 
The next match was Buddy Matthews versus Andre El Idolo. Oh. Um, Idolo won. Yeah, so he's made his um, AEW return against Buddy Matthews. Uh, they gave it an A. They said it was a really great match. So that's ex- that was pretty cool. Miro versus Tony Nese. I did catch parts of that. And apparently there's like... A loading situation going a on. A loading situation. Ah, uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, uh, all uh, right, well, I did catch parts of that match. It was a pretty much a squash match for the most part. Um, let's go to a different one. Um, yeah, it was pretty much a squash match. Tony Nese had like minor offense, but Miro got him in the... What, what does he call it? The... Clutch or the camel clutch or something. Whatever. Oh, that the the yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So let me go back. Okay. Uh. Hype package for Scorpio Sky. The Redeemer Miro came out. Oh, the game over. It's called the game over. The game over. Yep. Dun dun dun. Uh, the NGPW Strong Women's Champion Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue versus the Outcast Ruby Soho and AEW Women's World Champion Tony Storm. I heard there's things that are going to be very positive in the future with Sky Blue. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard some good things about her. I haven't really seen her too much. She's pretty. Oh, okay. We I'll saw do- we saw her at Mohegan Sun. Oh yeah, yeah. In one of the opening matches. Yeah, I will say I've said it before and I'll say it again. They were cranking out matches. Oh yeah, all night. Like when you go to like a WWE show, you'll get like let's say this like it's Raw and Raw starts at eight o'clock and you get the three hours. Um, you get in at about seven o'clock by about seven fifteen or seven twenty. Maybe you get like a dark match, and then the rest yeah. of it is just kind of like you might get two at best, depending on how long those matches are. And then there's like a couple of like video packages and stuff. And they're like, all right, we're going to be on the air in five minutes. Everybody get ready. And they do like the the quick promo that they show before like they're getting to the actual episode. And then they go live. And then they have the, the three-hour show. And then at the end of the show, nine times out of ten, you get a dark match or some type of special thing that nobody else sees. And then that's it. Whereas like this just kept like AEW was just like boom, 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 like all night long. Yeah. They cranked out. They had to have had at least what, like, 10 or 12 matches? 10 or 12 matches before the main it was show like a jo- It was like a Jabba WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, like we had a trend going where if the person hadn't gotten an entrance, that person wasn't going to win. No, no. Everybody else winning. like walked to the ring. Like You watched them walk to the ring with the official, and they were just like probably talking over last-minute shit, and then the person who was going to win got like a big special entrance. Yeah, because you knew they were a I, wrestler that was well-known. I marked out for Dan Housen, and I was so excited. Oh, I got so excited for Dan Housen. <laughs> Yes, and that was fun too. That was that was an exciting time. Um, so let's see. Absolute Ricky starts de- declared himself an entrant into the Owen Hart Cup tournament, which I didn't even know they were having a tournament. I, I'm kind of out of touch as well. This is the second year they've had this too. They yeah, had one last year. Oh, okay. Um, Jeff Jarrett packet aired, so you know, yay. Uh, Tony Schiavone was in the ring to interview the acclaimed. Anthony Bowens and Mac, Max Caster and Daddy Ass. Uh, I guess apparently they wished uh, Daddy Ass a happy Father's Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty exciting. And I guess apparently they they, they did something where they um, they're talking about like the trios titles. 
they they said they're not out of the picture yet, so they they might be going back for the trios titles. So we'll see. And then the trios main event was CM Punk and AEW World Tag Team Champions FTR, which is uh, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, <laughs> Dash and Dawson, Dash and Dawson, yeah, <laughs> versus the Bullet Club uh, Gold, which is Jay White and Juice Robinson, and Ring of Honor World TV Champion Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's back. Um, so yeah, and then uh, Jim Ross announced that one. Uh, fans were chanting CM Punk. No, CMFTR. Oh, CMFTR. Okay, yeah. Uh, How is that even chanted? CMFTR. CMFTR. C. I, how? How? That's a mouthful. It is. Yeah, even for chanters. Um, basically. Or, or maybe it's just CMFTR. CMFTR. Yeah, that's probably what it is. CMFTR. CMFT. That's a lot, though. Which I watched that match. Um, I didn't really hear them chanting it, but I, you know, I could have came in afterwards. I just watched like the highlights. Um, but basically, in a nutshell, the um, CM Punk and FTR won the match. Um, it was a pretty decent match, and then that was the close of the show. So, I mean, overall, it was a it was a decent show. It. So, if you look at it. It felt very different than the other shows that they've had. So it's like a glorified house show. It's it's kind of like their version of like when WWE does Saudi events. Kinda, yeah, yeah. I mean the the pyro, the stage was set up differently. It felt like a different show. Right. Well, that's how it is with the Saudi shows, where it's basically like a glorified house show. It's like when they do like that like uh, mega show, like a Raw SmackDown Super Show, when they're at like Madison Square Garden or something. Yes. Okay. <coughs> so who's, who knows if they're going to keep that up or if that's a one-time thing. No, because it says collisions live on 24th in Scotiabank in Toronto. So it seems oh. like it's going to be uh, every week or every other. I don't know. Um, that's an interesting thing to do. Three shows a week. I mean, I know they're getting very big and popular. Well, don't forget. I mean, for a while, WWE was doing Heat, SmackDown, Ross, Heat, Raw, SmackDown, and Velocity. They also had Shotgun mm. Saturday Night. They also had all kinds of other shit. So yeah, that is true. That is true. And they do NXT. So I yeah, mean, WWE has three shows. Basically, they have. I mean, obviously NXT is a different realm. Yeah, but again, AEW also has the problem of we have too many people, but we don't have enough TV time for all of them. So if we have these other shows, like I feel like the dynam like the main talent would be on Dynamite and Collision. Obviously, yeah. as you saw, and then and the collision can have some like special attraction matches. Like, would you always see CM Punk on Dynamite? Not necessarily, no. But he was in Collision, and then obviously, the um the the Rampage show is nine times out of ten for the like I don't want to say the B talent, but it's like the lower talent that hasn't pushed themselves up to the upper card to be you know a weekly player. Yeah, no, and I understand why they're doing that. It's it's I feel like Rampage is like NXT is their version of NXT. Yes. So I can understand why they would make another show cuz they obviously are yet again competing with WWE. So they want another show like you said to showcase some of that talent. And I think sometimes that's why like certain guys like Miro were sitting at home for a while cuz they just didn't have the TV didn't or didn't have anything for him to do. Yeah. So they're like, "Okay, well, you know what? We well, got it's it's the problem of bringing in the old guard too because you've got your stings, you've got your Christian Cages, you got your Jeff Jarrett's, you got all these older wrestlers that, yeah, some of them can still go, but I feel like their time was twenty years ago. 
Yeah, and I mean, that is a problem. Like, TNA had the same problem for a while there where they were just bringing in Hulk Hogan, Sting, you know, Rob Van Dam, Mm -hmm. Kurt Angle. Mm -hmm. Well, but for a while, though, that was some of their best stuff when you had Angle, Samoa Joe, Styles, Daniels, Saban. Mm -hmm. Like, when they had their run for a bit, because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I remember when TNA had just started up. Yeah. Um, they were a weekly pay per view on a Wednesdays, mm. but it was like it was. It, I I don't really quite know the format, but I definitely remember in like two thousand one or two because I would have been just after, um, WCW and ECW had both closed their doors, mm-hmm. and Jarrett got everybody together. Um, I used to watch. I remember watching the very first TNA pay per view, and I used to watch it over and over again just because it was on. And I'd watch it on DirecTV, and it cost money. I mean, I had a way to get around that, but that's neither here or there. (laughs) Um, Anywho, but I used to watch that, and then obviously it would be on at like 11 or 12 o'clock on like a Saturday on like Fox Sports Net, and it would be like this random-ass time. And then eventually they got their deal with Spike, and they had their run there, and they were on Destination America, and they've been all kind of – it's a company that just won't die. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's been through so much shit, TNA. I think they do have a core fan base that is really into it. Right, right, right. And, I mean, obviously, like, I know some of the names, but compared to what I remember as to what it is now, I mean, I like I said, I know, like, some of the names. Like, I know who Sammy Callahan is. I know who the Wolves are. I mean, I don't even know if they're still together anymore. I don't think they are. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, obviously, like, the whole run with Beer Money and the whole run with Team Canada and all that stuff. And when... Uh, Jay Letha was doing Black Machismo and <laughs> yeah, yeah. came out with the full, like, you know, cosplay going on that he was doing. And yeah. it was good. It was great. It was good stuff. And they had their run and they were like, oh, we're going to go head to head with WWE on Monday nights. That lasted maybe a month or two. And they were like, we're just going to go back and do our thing on the other day because we're not going to bother even fucking with you guys. And that's why a lot of companies now just avoid that all in general. They won't. I mean, I've heard that they want to change some of the dates for WWE. I heard that they want to take SmackDown off of Fridays potentially. I heard they want to move Raw. I'm like, no, that's the one that you can't do. Monday, Monday Night, Night Raw, Raw has been Monday Night Raw. Although I will say, I will say that there have been instances early in like Raw's development, like the first couple of years, where they've had Thursday Night Raw, they've had Saturday Night Raw or Friday Night Raw because either like the dog show was on. Or something else was going on, and they couldn't have that slot for USA, mm. so they had to go otherwhere. So there have obviously been times where they weren't on Monday nights, but if, like you think of WWE is like if you think of like shows, like if you say name me a WWE show, Monday Night Raw is probably one of the first ones. And you won't even say Monday Night Raw; you'll just say Raw, and yeah. I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Raw on Monday nights, you know. But that's the thing. Like if you look at it now, like I understand why they want like want to move it, but in the same sense. You have a show on Friday, Friday Night SmackDown, and you have the pay-per-views, or not pay-per-views anymore, but the premier live events on the weekends, so you can't put Raw on the weekends. No. So it's, 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 it's actually a good fit if you think about it, because you've got Raw on Monday, NXT is Tuesday? Wednesday, I think. Wednesday? Yeah. What's, they're competing with... Uh, oh, Dynamite. No, wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. NXT moved back to Tuesday. Yeah. So Raw's Monday, NXT's Tuesday, then Wednesday seems to be for Dynamite by itself. Yeah. Thursday's wide open, 
That's as far as I know. Mm-hmm. And then Friday is Rampage slash SmackDown. Yeah. And then nowadays, except for WrestleMania, the premium live event is just Saturday. It's been Saturday. Know what I would like for them to do, and I don't know if they'll do it because of the way things are. They should go back to the old tradition with Survivor Series, where it was the Thanksgiving night tradition. So it's like the Wednesday, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Um, that Wednesday would be the Survivor Series. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd that be, would fun. be fun. That'd be fun. Also, um, I know that they make it a two night event. You know, if you just start WrestleMania earlier, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be because I know they used to have like twelve matches and stuff. But granted, a lot of the matches were short. Yeah, as opposed to like all the talent there is there today. I mean, nobody yeah. wants to sit around and watch. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of just two random people like SD Jones and. You know, uh, Coco Beware or something going against you. I mean, not that they would say they would go against you, but I'm trying to think of two random jobbers or something. Yeah. I no one wants to that. sit and watch a 20-minute match. That would be like a five, seven-minute match at best. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like a, a Ziggler versus, you know. If you do like Ziggler and Corbin. Corbin, like Nobody yeah. wants to sit and watch that for 20 minutes. No, no. thank you. Yeah, like thanks, but no thanks. No thank you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, the other question I have for you. Yes. Is did you see Friday night? I know of it, but I didn't see it. Again, I I was watching the Red Sox beat the piss out of the Yankees. Ah, uh, yeah, fifteen yeah. to five. Oh, let's let's bring that up. Yeah, because the because the Yankees are a bunch of dummy. Yeah, yeah. Because the Red Sox <laughs> swept the Yankees. Wicked pisser. <laughs> hey, getting the use out of some buttons today. Yep, that's fun. And and Steph was trying to harass me last week, going, "Oh, yeah, well, you might have won this series in New York." But when we go to Fenway Park, we're going to sweep your asses to that stuff. I say. <laughs> and then she replied with this. I can't believe you done that. Just hit them all. <laughs> just, just hit them. Just take them around the, the circle. Hit a home run round, around the horn. That's right. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I think that you didn't miss much except for, the, I think, the bloodline storyline. I've I've seen enough where they were like, where... Jay was talking to Paul Heyman and was like, are you in or are you like, he's like, if I'm going to be in, you're going to be out. And there's a whole big dynamic. And then now it's the, you know, the Usos against now there's, there's, if there wasn't already a faulty crack, it's a full ass crack. We now have, you know, the two sides and, you know, pick a side. Would you, are you stand with the tribal chief? And I guess, I mean, solo Sokoa. What's, what's, what doesn't solo have like a nickname? Isn't it like the enforcer? The enforcer, yeah. Okay. And the then enforcer of course, solo Sokoa. Or is it some, is it the enforcer or is it something involving the streets? Thought it was like, I don't think, I thought it was something when he first came in, like Michael Cole would be like, oh, it's solo Sokoa, like the runner of the streets or some shit like that. I don't remember that. No. I always heard it as the enforcer, like, you know, the enforcer of the bloodline. Could be. That's, that's usually what I've heard. But I mean, you know, you know, his name's just Solskoa, so we can, you know, go with that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good segment. It was very good at the very end of the night. You know, street champion. Oh, street champion. That's okay. what it is. There you go. The street champion Solskoa. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was involving the street. <laughs> they don't. They don't really call him that anymore, though, because he hasn't gotten a championship yet. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was a really good, uh, storyline. Um, you know, the fact that Jay turned on Roman by like swerving the whole crowd being like, you know, telling Jimmy like, Hey, you're out, but I'm out too. And then kicked 
Roman in the face. That was that was pretty good swerve. I'm I will say this. I am thoroughly impressed with WWE's writing. The fact that this has gone on for what? Almost two years now? Yeah. And they're somehow still keeping you like on your toes and keeping it fresh and like you know, obviously going back to like uh, Royal Rumble at the beginning of the of the year or whatever, where you know Sammy Sammy hit Roman and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And then there was a whole big thing for a couple months, like, "What's Jay gonna do? Like, is Jay gonna be with Sammy?" And then Jay turned on Sammy, and then you lead up through you know the the WrestleMania and KO and Sammy won the titles from the Usos. So now there's a little bit of a crack because now the Usos don't have all the gold and they're no longer on the island of relevancy. Yeah, and now you've got. You know, the most recent pay-per-view where, you know, Jimmy decides that he's going to try to end Roman. And Jay's like, what you doing, man? And he's like, I'm doing something you didn't, you couldn't do. And then he got solo attacking, like, Jimmy and Jay because he doesn't want to be with them. And Yeah. I feel like eventually, though, it is it is setting itself up for Roman is just going to be all by himself. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. he's, he's going to end up maybe... It, it sounds like it's right out of the playbook of, like, Shawn Michaels and Diesel where... Roman will be calling the shots and Solo will be doing all the work. And then Roman will go in and he'll go to throw a Superman punch or a spear and he's going to accidentally hit Solo and he's going to hit Solo too many times and Solo's going to be like, nah, nah, I'm not having this no more. Yeah. You know what I found out, which is interesting, and it involves Shawn Michaels and Diesel. So at the 94, the 94 Survivor Series, they had a a uh, five-on-five Survivor Series-style match. Yeah. And it came down to, like, all the members of Shawn Michaels' team, which was Shawn Michaels, Diesel, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, and Jim Neidhart, and it was against Just Razor Ramon. Oh, wow. So Diesel beat up everybody. He had taken care of Razor. Shawn Michaels goes to finally tag in. Hadn't been in the match. Finally tags in, gets in. And uh, what the hell was it? He goes to throw a super kick at Diesel or at uh, Razor, but he move Razor moves and he hits Diesel in the face. And it had been like the second or third time that it had happened. And Diesel was like, "All right, well, fool me once, fool me twice, all this deal." So from the time that that happened, um, that's also the same show where Backlund ended up beating Bret Hart for the title in an I Quit match because Bret Hart's mom ended up throwing in the towel for him, and oh, it yeah. was a whole plan and whatever. Like from the time that Diesel was a heel on that Sunday. To like four days later at like a live show at Madison Square Garden or a house show at Madison Square Garden, which is like one of the last times a major title championship was changed. Uh, Diesel, like the bell rang, he kicked Backlund in the stomach, he jackknifed him, and he beat him in like eight seconds. Oh, wow. So Diesel went from being like, you know, I don't know if maybe Brett needed a break and they needed to find a new like face champion mm-hmm. so they could set up Sean and Diesel, but Diesel got mad. So Diesel gets counted out. Sean gets counted out, and the rest of the whole team got counted out too. So Diesel, so Razor Ramon won, and I'm like, I'll take that for you. Oh, thank you. I got a garbage can over here. I oh, appreciate it. I'm like, how is that possible? So Sean was the legal man, and he got counted out, which I understand. Diesel left the arena; he got counted out. I understand that too. Yeah, but like Owen and Jeff Jarrett and Nightheart were just standing like outside, like just before you get to the curtain. And the ref just decided to go, nope, all five of you are counted out. I don't care. And I'm like, that's a weird way to end a fucking match. But okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, weird. So, and then... So it's a similar situation? Well, no, I'm just saying it's a similar situation as far as Roman would be the Shawn Michaels in this and Solo would be the Diesel, where Solo was doing all the work 
and Roman's hanging back and not doing oh, anything. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, Roman's going to Superman punch or spear Solo one too many times. I mean, I, that'll be interesting and to see. And then Solo will turn and, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow at, at like SummerSlam or something, maybe Solo challenged Roman. Or what about this for a crazy match? A fatal four-way for the, was it the WWE Undisputed Universal Super Mega Awesome Championship, whatever the fuck it's called now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fatal four-way, each corner has a Bloodline member in it, and it could be like an elimination-style match. Yeah, that'd I mean, be That'd be insane. That would you be have, insane. You have the Usos, you've got Solo, like, you can't, you have to trust people, but you also can't trust them because you're all trying to vie for Because that's a way that... Yeah. I mean, eventually Roman would like lose potentially, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can see it that going that way necessarily, but I do think that Solo Sokoa is going to be maybe who's the gonna, one to throw. Who's going to be Roman's next person that he has to fight? Uh so in my head, I want to say that it's going to be one of the top guys. But I mean, he's beaten everybody. Like yeah. you need to add somebody new in there. He's already beaten, what, well, he beat Jey Uso, right? Because Jimmy had to come out and try to save him. Yeah. He's already beaten Jay. He's already beaten KO multiple times. He's beaten Sammy. He's beaten Cody. He's beaten Brock. He's beaten every major. The only thing I could see, which right now they're not doing because they're doing something else with it, would have been um, face Braun Breaker coming in. Yeah. But yeah. right now, Braun's got that whole thing where he's supposed to be against going against Seth Rollins for the title. Yeah, he's he's playing the heel right now. Right. So... Like I said, if you did, like, if Solo decided to turn and Solo went face, but I just don't know if I see Solo as face right now. Depends. I guess the situation, call whatever calls for it. Like, I mean, I like Solo Sokoa. Do you think a... Solo is charismatic enough to be a face, though? I don't feel like he is. Maybe not at the moment, but that maybe that's why they're building him up. Because he does have charisma to a degree. The only way I could see it happening would be if Solo, Solo got mad and turned on Roman, and then Roman, like... Uh, betrayed or like beat up Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman left his wise man post, and like Roman was just by himself as yeah. this like crazy super paranoid champion, and then Roman uh, uh, Heyman was with Solo, and he yeah. was the talker for Solo because obviously or it could be cause like Brock because bro- Brock didn't need to talk yeah, and then Heyman did all the talking for him, and Solo was just in there to kick ass and take names yeah, it could kind of be like a Brothers of Destruction scenario where you have like. You know, um, Paul Bear managing the Undertaker, and then he turns on the Undertaker to manage Kane. That's true. You know, so it could be a similar situation where, yeah, right now Paul Heyman's managing, um, you know, Roman Reigns, but maybe that's how Roman either loses the title or whatever. You know, maybe all of a sudden, like, you know, Solo Sokola hits Roman Reigns with a a Samoan spike, and, you know, or something along those lines and causes him to lose the title. And then there's a few that goes on with there. You just you don't know. I don't know. Why why are you smiling so hard? No, I'm not smiling hard. I'm I'm gonna let you finish up the show. You gotta go use the bathroom. I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Well I'll just read off our stuff. Just I mean, I don't know what else there is. I mean, we got through forty minutes. No, we did That's I, a lot better than I thought minutes. we were going to do. Yeah. So read off the socials. I'm gonna throw this out to people now and you can say it again. Peace and love. All right, I'll say it again. I'll be back. All right, no, it's all good. I get to end the show myself today. You do get to end the show yourself. So all you get to listen to Cool Kyle. Don't put the people to sleep now. Go poop. Hurry up. I don't have to poop. Well, why should I wait? I could wait for you to go pee. It's fine. I got my phone. I might be able to. Oh, Jesus. 
All right. Well, I will read the socials off slowly because now he's gone now. So I will read them off slowly. And if he comes back, that's great. If not, then we'll uh, we'll deal with it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are the Wicked Case Podcast. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn. And my partner is not here, so I'll do it for you. Teaser. And wherever you get all major podcasts as well as YouTube audio only at the moment. Phone number is 774-764-9074. That's 774-764-9074. If my partner was here sitting in the chair in front of me, he would probably make a joke about a Megan or an Emily or something like that, but he's not. So we'll just skip that part. Um, the email, we have an email, thewickedks at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and email us any requests or comments. You know, if that's your preferred method, go ahead. Um, our website is www.thewickedks.com. Um, that's thewickedks.com. Uh, right now, the uh, the website is pretty much just the uh, the Buzzsprout hosting site. Um, it had, but it has all of our podcasts on it. So go ahead and take take a listen to them. Go back in the uh, the vault. We have seventy two episodes before this one so it's plenty to listen to um so go ahead and take a ba- uh, listen to that uh so our website oh no i already did our website brain fart um socials facebook instagram and the twitter at the wicked ks um and we record we put out the shows on the sports shows saturday at noon and the entertainment show Sundays at noon. So take a listen for those. You know, they uh, they drop at noon on both days. Um, and, oh, and Patreon. Patreon forward slash the Wiki KS. Um, $3 a month. It's like a cup of coffee. Um, not much. Not, oh, hey, he's back. Hey, he's back. I, I just got to the Patreon part. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't poop. But I got through everything, so, you know. This is TMI. I did, but I just, I it was like. You pooped? Yeah. That was like a fucking, it must have just. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was like this, like holding on the edge of my seat. Not that anybody <laughs> needs to know that. That's why I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go and take care of it and get out. I told the listeners, I'm like, I'm going to talk really slow and give you all the socials really slow. So that way, if he comes back, that's great. If not, then I'll just end the show. Well, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Because I would never it. miss the moment to say, peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Wicked pisser. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah.